Deep Whimsy. I'm your host, Uncle D. My stories are 50% bullshit and the rest is questionable, but at least they're honest. The Faithful. Once upon a dream, there was a rather fuzzy sort of thing that clung to whatever it could hide under or inside of, and it lived a life of absolute misery. During the day, it romped through the forest gathering provisions as it could, and at night it scampered its way underground in a deep warren it had collectively built for mutual protection. Those fuzzballs weren't very fuzzy, actually. They were tiny little creatures, mostly bald, except for those stray tufts of hair that might have been something quite luxurious if it ever had a chance to grow out. But the fuzzballs were far too nervous. In its free moments when it wasn't sleeping or running or eating or, well, you know, making other fuzzy, nervous what's-its, it had a rather vicious grooming regimen in which included pulling out rather large tufts of hair, oftentimes damaging itself in the process. This, in turn, drew the predators even closer to their encampments, thereby causing even more nervousness and more hair pulling, which, in turn, drew even more predators. Well, I'm sure you get the picture by now. Generation after generation of fuzzy little meals picked off and eaten by carnivores and carrion alike, breeding by the dozens and quickly dying in kind. It would be enough to drive anything quite mad with terror, with such madness often comes inspiration. One such fuzzy creature had something none of his kin seemed to possess as far as he could tell. He had a spark of cunning. One moment while running within the great herd as his colony ran from yet another predator, one of his harem mates ran through the sparks of the warm red death that all of his people knew by instinct to avoid. Such things had happened before. The Warm Red Death had claimed many fuzzballs before that day, but today was different. While his breed mate became food for the Warm Red Death, something happened in his moment of combined terror and sorrow. A new thing, a thing that had never happened before. It was but a simple thought, what if? The next day, that patchy little fuzzball dragged leaves and branches down to the trickle of Warm Red Death that flowed deep in the caverns where his kind kept their warrens. He pushed them in a few at a time and watched as the warm red death consumed them. In awe, he watched this ever-hungry beast eat anything and everything that he offered to it. Day after day, the little fuzzball fed the warm red death with gifts of seeds and leaves he had stored in his cheeks. He learned its ways and grew in knowledge of it. As time passed, and other little fuzzballs were born and died in kind, yet still the fuzzball who devoted gifts to the warm red death remained among the herd. Others began mimicking the actions of the one who had lived such a long life. They also began spending time with the warm red death, and they too began bringing in gifts. In time, they also began learning the ways of the warm red death. Soon, the whole herd knew of its ways. The Warm Red Death was not an enemy, but an ally. If you were close to it when you were cold, it would warm you. It provided protection to the warren below, 
and it made seeing things easier when it was busy eating its offerings. However, they also learned that the warm red death was forever hungry and happy to consume their gifts, or even one of the fuzzballs, if ever one fell into its grasp. For generations, the fuzzballs lived in communion with the warm red death. Each new day, the herd left the warren in a huge wave of fuzzy bodies to gather food for themselves. Each new day, a predator would eat many of them, but it was still far less than before they had devoted themselves to the warm red death. Then each night, back at the warm red death, they paid their tribute and headed back into the warren to live out their regularly scheduled fuzzball lives. And yet another fuzzball had a profound moment of what if as she sat along her burrow, missing the comfort of her mother, who had been claimed by a many-toothed predator just that afternoon. Rather than head back to the warren in the stampede, as she and her kind had always done before, her terror had frozen her where she stood, and when the predators dragged their kill home, she followed them at a safe distance and saw where they took her mother. That night, while she laid alone in her burrow, she decided she would seek out the warm red death. Surely it would know what she could do to release this pain. She stared deeply into the hungry depths of the warm red death and could feel its need, and in turn its cooperation to avenge her mother's demise. Now she didn't have the vicious grooming regimen that was common among her kind. Instead, she had kept her fur and she had a long and luxurious tail, which she kept knotted in such a way as to keep it safe. It was in this moment she felt the need to unknot her tail in the presence of the first god she or any of her kind had ever known. As she combed out her tail with her sharp claws, she felt the warm red death's longing to be fed. It practically begged her for a sacrifice, but she hadn't brought a gift to feed it. In her desperation, she moaned out sounds to beg for food from the warren, and though many other fuzzballs poked their heads out to discover what the commotion was about, not a single one among them had a sacrifice remaining that could be offered unto the warm red death. In the first moment of dedication and self-sacrifice, martyrdom was born, and our wee fuzzball took the tip of her lovely tail and placed it on the warm red death, where it burst into glorious flames. Taking her burning god of vengeance with her as she ran, she careened out of the caves with a flash, alighting the world as she ran, and her war cry chittering from betwixt her teeth. She plunged herself headlong into the predator's den as her herdmates gathered about and watched her seek justice, no matter the cost. The predators burned, as did their den, as did the forest, as did she, and as did the great warren of fuzzballs. Many died that night many more survived. And when what remained of the herd found a new place to call home, they knew it was the right place to be, for the warm red death was there waiting for them. As generation came and generation went, the fuzzballs knew they could count on the warm red death to watch over the many provided by the sacrifices of the few. Enveloped in the glow of the warm red death, they found comfort among one another. They groomed one another and found in each other a connection, a bond. A unity. Then one day, the heretic was born. As all the young fuzzballs before had been raised under the notion of what if, in the glow of the warm red death, and taught about the ways things were for all fuzzballs under the glow, the heretic had an original thought and pondered, why not? He came up with an idea and implemented a new gathering strategy. While the others foolishly gathered both for themselves and the warm red death, 
the heretic convinced the does of his harem to do all of the gathering for him. After all, he was doing much of the thinking for his portion of the herd now, and an intellect such as his shouldn't be wasted in such mundane tasks. Other bucks of the herd saw the heretic's ways and adopted them in kind. When predators came near the warren, the heretic would even call for volunteers among the herd, claiming they would be hailed as heroes by the people for all time, and that the warm red death had a special place of honor and great rewards awaiting them in the afterlife. The heretic called the fuzzballs together and claimed he had done something no one else had ever done before. He had spoken with warm red death and knew its will for all fuzzballs everywhere, all who lived under its glow. The heretic spoke that he was now the son of the warm red death, and that the fuzzballs were his chosen people, and the fuzzballs believed him. He spoke that the warm red death loved the gifts and sacrifices the fuzzballs had given unto him, and the fuzzballs believed him. He told them of their hard journey to make it this far, and how proud the warm death was of them, and the fuzzballs believed him. He told them that there was hard and terrible times to come, and the fuzzballs believed him. But there was one fuzzball who did not believe in the heretic. Instead, he decided that it would be best to ask the warm red death itself what it desired for the fuzzballs. That night, while the rest of the herd slept in the deep warrens below, the unbeliever scampered to the warm red death to listen for its voice. And there at the edge, the unbeliever waited. Time passed, and the unbeliever questioned the warm red death. Did you choose him to lead us? Do you like our gifts? Is there an afterlife? Do you even know we're here? With each question, the warm red death's answer was the same. Silence. The unbeliever tried to convince the fuzzballs that the heretic was lying, but they chose not to see the truth. No, the fuzzball said. The heretic has to be right. After all, the warm red death has been with us since before our mothers were born, and before their mothers had been born, and even many, many generations before that. And with anger and righteous wrath, they struck down the unbeliever and devoted themselves fully unto the heretic and his machinations. As time wore on, more heretics came and went. More unbelievers as well. Fuzzballs were born and fuzzballs died. Fuzzballs planted seeds, harvested crops, built civilizations, slaughtered innocents, created titles, built schools, created new gods, destroyed old paradigms, found cures for horrible diseases, and created a few new maladies as well. And they continued onward in spite of themselves. <laughs>